Hello, ladies and gentlemen, guys and gals. I hope you are having a really great day. Today in episode number 39, we're going to be talking about how to talk money in an interview. Have you ever been in an interview where someone asked you about compensation and you were anything less than confident in responding to that question? Stay tuned. This is the Career Talk, Learn, Grow, Thrive podcast. We talk about all things career and job related here, and I really just tell you how it is. I am your host, Stephanie Dennis, and my background is in human resources, which is what I have my master's degree in. And my passion really is helping others and sharing what I have learned so others can benefit from that. So here we are. This is a good time to mention this episode may contain adult language. Hey everybody, what's up? How are you? I hope you're doing well. Today we're talking about how to talk about money in an interview. How to talk about them dollars. <laughs> uh, all right, so let's get into it here. So the first thing I want you to do before you have an interview is understand that you're going to have to talk about money and be prepared to do so. Like mentally, just get yourself ready because a lot of people I talk to aren't ready for that part of the conversation and it slows us down. And I don't know that it leaves a bad impression. Like I don't want to say that, but you're definitely not prepared and it feels like you're less confident about your money and what your worth is. So just think about that and just be ready. We're going to ask you about money and you need to be able to confidently speak about it. So the first thing you need to do is do your research. What does the market say? What is the market saying your job is worth? Go to websites like Indeed and LinkedIn, Glassdoor, and on these sites, I know they're geared towards job sites, but they also have salary components to their websites that can be really helpful for you. You can also look at payscale.com as well as bls.gov. B like boy, L like Labrador, S like Stephanie.gov. <laughs> and so check out what these different sites are saying. Write it down. Make sure you're looking at location and job title though, because where you live and what job title you have makes a huge difference. If you're living in, let's say, San Francisco and you're a software engineer, your compensation is going to be very different than being a software engineer in, I don't know, Little Rock, Arkansas, right? Like, just a little bit different worlds we got going on in Little Rock, Arkansas and San Francisco, California. So just make sure as you're doing all this research, understand and know the location makes a difference and the job title matters, especially for the BLS sites and the Payscale sites. So software engineer one, software engineer two, senior software engineer, that sort of thing really makes a big difference. So make sure you know where you're at and what that title is and what level. And then after you do this research, ask yourself, are you in alignment with your current job? Are you overpaid? Are you underpaid? Are you paid about what the market is telling you you're worth? Also, I would be doing the same amount of research on what the job you want looks like in the market. So, for example, maybe you are a 
we'll stick with software engineer. Maybe you are a associate software engineer and you want to be a software engineer and that's the job title you're going for. Or maybe it's you're already a software engineer and you want a software engineer to job. I don't know. You guys see where I'm going with that, right? So do all of that same research on all of those websites and looking at the location and the job title and all of that stuff on the job you want and understand where you're at now and then what all of those sites are saying about the job you want as well. And you also need to be considering the full package. And what I mean by that is some people are hourly plus a bonus. Some people are salary plus bonus. Some people get a Christmas bonus or holiday bonus at the end of the year. Others get quarterly bonus. Maybe you get commission. So understand when you get your paycheck or your W-2 at the end of the year, what's all going into those figures that you're seeing. Okay, so now from the recruiting perspective or the HR side, on the HR side, we really want to know what your expectations are. And so all this research we've just done is going to prepare you to confidently answer this question. And I personally also ask what their current compensation is. Now, I don't want to get myself down a rabbit hole here because I know there are some states where you're not allowed to ask someone their current compensation. I get that. I don't live in that state. <laughs> so I'm, I'm in the clear there. However, you know, not every recruiter or every HR person cares. I am just more curious than anything because there are a few things I want to think about. What is the increase they're asking for? Is it justified? What does the market say? Is it an insane increase? Things like that. Well, here, let me start off by saying how I ask my question. So I always phrase it like this. Compensation is another important thing I wanted to make sure that we talked about today. Obviously important if you're going to make a move and we certainly want to make sure we're on the same page as well. So talk to me a little bit about where you're at right now and then if you were to make this move, what your expectations would be moving forward. So that's how I phrase my question to candidates when I'm talking to people. And like I said, I, I want to understand what's the market, what's their current comp, what sort of internal equity do we have, right? And only we know that on the HR team when I say we, that's what I mean. And like, what does that increase look like for them? So sometimes I talk to people who are ridiculously underpaid by like, I don't know, $30,000. This actually happened to me last week. I was talking to someone who was making, I think they were at like 55000 for a job where they should have been at like 85000 But here's how they phrased it to me. They said, I know I'm significantly underpaid and I know people in my position are getting paid 85k which I already knew that right so I knew he had done his research and I knew he was really in line with what the market was paying he said so if I was to take this job which would have been considered a promotion for him he's like I would be expecting anywhere from I think he said like 100 to 110 which was right in line with where my range was for the job and so while you might look at that and say holy shit this guy wants a 50 to $55,000 increase that's insane true However, because he was so underpaid and he was exactly correct in that his company was so underpaying him compared to market, how he laid it out made perfect sense. Now, I'm not saying everyone out there is underpaid. This is not common. I've actually never seen someone that underpaid. I legit felt bad for the guy, like really bad. <laughs> but he gained a ton of really amazing experience that's going to catapult him into that next step in his career. And sometimes we do that, right? Sometimes we take jobs that 
are what we might consider underpaying, but we gain so much experience that we can make that up on the back end of our career in a year or two. So that's pretty much it. That's all I have to say for this one. I want to keep this short and sweet. I know talking money can be uncomfortable for people, so prepare. Prepare in the sense that you know the research, you know where you're at, you know what you want, you know what you're worth, and also prepare in the sense that you've practiced this conversation before someone from an HR or hiring manager perspective asks you these sort of questions. Because knowing it all in your head and actually talking it out like a normal conversation is very different. Ask like one of your friends, say, hey, here's how Steph asked her compensation question. Can you ask me this question a few times and just let me practice answering this question? I gave you my question, just rewind a little bit. I told you exactly how I ask it. And it's, it's literally the same every single time. And just practice answering that question. So when it's asked of you in an interview, you're like ready to rock. So that's it, guys. All right, everybody, I hope you found this information helpful and valuable. As always, thank you so much for taking the time to be here and show up for yourself and listen to this podcast. I really do appreciate it. You can find more information and the show notes at findingthebestfit.com. And for more episodes related to interviews, check out number 12, which is titled interview tips, number 22, which is titled popular interview questions, number 27, which is how to prep for an interview as it relates to behavioral-based questions, and number 31, where we talk about the question, is interviewing like dating? If you haven't had a chance already to check out our Facebook group, please do. It was created for the listeners of the podcast to come together, help each other out, ask questions, and really be able just to support one another. You can use the direct link in the episode description, or you can search Facebook with the name of the podcast as well. And if you need additional help one-on-one, I do offer career coaching as well as resume review services. You can check it out using the link in the episode description. And if you use the discount code podcast, you can get 10% off any service you book with me. And if you haven't had a chance yet, please leave a rating and review. I would be so very grateful and it really does help out. You guys are so awesome. Thanks again. Have an amazing day. Bye.